Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, it's Healing House Radio. So, um, last week I wasn't able to be online to answer comments live because I was over in Santa Cruz and I was recovering my car. I got a call that morning that the police had actually found my car, who, you know, some of you may recall, I named Seamus. And it was, I, I was really surprised because I kind of had it set in my mind that, well, you know, car's gone and I'd gotten another car and, and kind of, you know, sort of been moving forward. And I got a call that morning saying that the car was found, that there was an arrest made and that, um, that I could get it. And it was, had been towed to a tow yard and, you know, a little bit of a grouse, a little bit of a gripe, you know, I had to pay to get the car that was stolen from me out of the tow yard. So, you know, really, 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 you know, somebody needs to do something about that. But anyway, I found him and the whole time, the, the days that he had been missing, you know, I, I live in an area where if a car is left by itself by the side of the road, very quickly it goes all, you know, Thunderdome on it. it. It's, you know, within days it's covered in graffiti and it's got bags of trash shoved into it and, you know, the hoods up and things have been stolen out of it and the tires are gone. And I was just praying that that didn't happen, that when I, if, if I found that car, that that hadn't been done to it. So when I got the call to go and, you know, and I went up to go check out the, you know, go to the tow yard, get the car out because, you know, as I mentioned last week, the car didn't go in reverse. So I was planning on donating it. So it wasn't like I was taking him out to keep him. I was, he was going to be donated. So I went and I found him and he was in surprisingly good shape. I mean, the window had been broken when that's how they got into the car, but you know, it was, it was clean inside. Uh, the outside looked like it had been washed and, um, you know, there wasn't any addition, really additional damage to that. Now all of my stuff was gone. And as I mentioned last week, there was something that was hanging from the rearview mirror that I had wanted to keep. That that was the one thing that I really, really wanted from the car. And when I picked up the car, it wasn't there. So, you know, it's like, oh, really, man? Okay. So, you know, I had to kind of work that piece. And uh, I'm going to go out to where, you know, behind my office to where the car was stolen from. And I'm going to take another look around to see if maybe they had just tossed it out. But, you know, they, it had things in it that belonged to, you know, the people who stole it. And I asked, well, you know, what happens to all this? And he said, well, you know, it's yours. You know, they stole the car. The police must have gotten anything that they wanted to get out of it. So I thought to myself, and it's like, you know what? I'm just going to, whatever is in the car, I'm going to donate. And, and, you know, let some good come from it. So... Uh, 
it, it was interesting. There was a few things about this that were really interesting. One was that I found a CD in the CD player and I'm good. This looks almost like it's a little bit off. Okay. All right. That looks better. <laughs> I kind of an OCD moment. It's like, is it like slightly tilted? Because I've got the image, you know, the camera are like right over there. Anyway, so I get this CD and um, it wasn't marked. And, you know, a lot of times I'll, you know, burn a CD of just random driving music for myself. And so I thought it was maybe one of mine. So I went out and I put the CD into my car, my newer car, and found that it was, um, well, I mean, you know, it was a CD that I hadn't burned, but yet the music was familiar. And I kept thinking, where do I know this music? Where do I know this music from? Well, it turned out that it is the same music. It's like an instrumental piece. And it's the same music that I play, like if I'm doing a massage. And I found that really weird. It's like this person who took this car, who wanted it. I mean, and they had to have figured out that it didn't go in reverse, but they still didn't dump it. They still wanted the car, wanted him, Seamus, for themselves. So it wasn't about stripping him down or anything. It was about, you know, that becoming their vehicle, which made me feel a little bit better. It's like, okay, it wasn't just like, you know, we're going to gut you. And it was interesting because, you know, there was like a little Coco Pelli pin. And, you know, I, I love the image of Coco Pelli, the Native American flute player. So it was strange that I started getting these like, you know, sort of, you know, matching type of energy. Yeah, and then I began to think, it's like, you know, there were children's books in the car. So it's like, wow, you know, what would drive a person to want to take something like a vehicle and, you know, what their life situation could have been and, and really kind of that idea that, well, you know, there but for the grace of God go I type of thing. Well, then the police office, a police officer from Santa Cruz called me and said that they wanted to know if I was willing to press charges. And for a second, I thought about it and I thought, wow, you know what, you know, that compassion piece and I am a reverend and all of that stuff. And then I thought, wait a minute, they stole my car. And it wasn't about like, well, you know, they stole my car, so they need to be punished. It was... Every action has a consequence, you know, whatever we do and whether it's a consequence we like, whether it's a consequence we don't like, there is a consequence for everything. And sometimes it's the consequence that teaches us the most. It's having to deal with what happened. And, you know, it's like, okay, you made this choice and this is what the result of the choice was. Now, I mean, you know, I'm not going to, go out and say, you know, oh, you know, I want them persecuted and prosecuted and all this stuff. Um, you know, I hope that there is compassion in this process and still at the same time accountability. And I really wanted to talk about consequence and accountability. And, 
know, I forgave the person who took it. I mean, I, I wasn't mad. I was disappointed. But I wasn't going to carry that energy inside of myself. And, you know, as it turned out, you know, it got donated. It's going to go and, you know, do good things and help support a, a, um, a, a charity that's in Santa Cruz that helps people deal with addiction and addiction recovery, which is really, really nice and really, really cool. And um, I'll be putting a link to them if you want to know more information about them. I'm going to put a link to them in the, in the description. So the idea that, you know, we do stuff and there's no consequence for it, it's, that's, that's, goes against, you know, it goes against the things that I believe, it goes against, well, you know, the, the laws of, of thermodynamics for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And the idea that whatever we do, whatever we set into motion is going to create a consequence. And like I said, it could be a good consequence. It could be something you like. It could be the result of hard work and you get what you want. That's the consequence. So don't think that consequences are just bad just because, you know, it's not a cosmic punishment. It is a reaction to an action. And if you want the positive reactions, if you want positive things to come in, then it's good to try to make your actions be as positive as possible. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, you could be a positive, amazing person who does wonderful things in the world and bad stuff is still going to happen. You know, it, it's, it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. But when you look at overall the things that come into your life, a lot of them are related to the choices we make. You know, whether to choose to date a particular person or whether to choose to accept a particular job or, or you know, when faced with a question of, you know, do I go left or do I go right? There's going to be a result of whatever it is that, you know, you set into motion. And consequences are good. Consequences are a way that we can actually set our own growth into motion. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, you know, we all make choices that are not quite good for us. And whatever, for whatever reason, you know, my mom used to have the saying that whatever you do, it's the best thing in that moment that you know to do with the tools that you have. And that is so true because our, the choices we make are the best choices that we know to make in that moment based on the information we have, based on the tools we have. And, you know, yes, was the idea of stealing a car, was that really the best that they knew to do in that moment? I, I'm sure they knew it was wrong. And... I can't say whether or not what level of desperation or, or what led them to that choice. It turned out it, there, there was a man and a woman involved in it. So the idea that it, it, it gets kind of dicey if we try to judge 
what it is that somebody's doing, what it is that their choice, it's like, wow, you know, that's going to be a lousy choice for you. And it could turn out to be, even if it doesn't work out, it could still turn out to be a good choice. Maybe what it leads them to, it doesn't lead them to where they want to be right away, but further down the line. I mean, there have been lots of times when, you know, I've made a choice and it's like, oh man, this just messed up. And then it turned out it led to something that was really good for me, something that meant a lot, something that um, ended up serving me to help me. So it, it's really kind of hard to say in any given moment what it is that is the best for us. And it's almost impossible to determine what's the best for somebody else. And they're the, the well-meaning, yes, you got to love the people who are so well-meaning, who want you to learn from their mistakes. And, and there's a lot to be said for, for that. And you should always consider what it is that somebody is, you know, if somebody's been through something and, um, <sighs> yeah, sneezes. If somebody's been through something, then, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's like, wow, okay, well, you know, I'm going to see what they think of the situation, you know, where their experience led them, what their experience allowed them to learn. And, and ultimately still, it is my choice as to whether or not, you know, I decide, well, my path will probably go similar to theirs, or maybe something different will happen. Maybe it'll be something, maybe the action is worth the consequence. And, yeah, I mean, you know, we don't know. A lot of times you just kind of have to, in life, we just kind of wing it. And even choices that we swear at the time are the best choices we could make. End up being, and the nose keeps itching, end up being not the best choice. So you just got to go with your gut. You got to go with the wisdom of people you trust. If there's someone you trust and they say, you know what? This is, there's a good chance this is going to end badly. Then double think it. If there's someone whose judgment you trust as much as you trust your own, listen to them. And usually the best people to listen to are the ones that'll say, okay, here's the things that could happen. So you choose, you know, the people who encourage you to choose, who encourage you to take that, that step to decide, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna risk it. And I remember when I was young, there were many things. It's like, you know what? That seems like a good idea. And I knew that my parents would say, it's like, no. And, you know, I, I made it through each one because their experience, while I did respect, I respected their experience, but I didn't, want to embrace that as the only possibility and it's it's tough it's tricky because you have to be able to measure what you're willing you know the old saying never gamble more than you're willing to lose and if what you're willing to lose is you know like okay you know I'm willing to take a gamble on something to 
buy a car that a mechanic didn't look at first, to take a job that, you know, you have some misgivings about, but it's the best job that, you know, best job offer that you've got. And ultimately, there are very few times that you don't get a chance to go, oh, all right, this isn't working. Let's, you know, switch roads and, and we're going to do something else. You know, it's it's rarely all or nothing. There are certain cases where it's all or nothing. Um, the decision to drink and get behind the wheel of a car or to be texting while you're driving. Yeah, those are decisions that could very quickly change your entire life or someone else's, or end both. So, you know, that is never a risk that I'm willing to take. If I decide, okay, what's the worst that could happen? What's the best that could happen? And if I can live with both of those things, but if the worst thing that could happen is something I can't live with, I'm, I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to bet on it. I want to be able to say, okay, this isn't working, so I'm going to do something else. And, you know, just make sure that you're able to deal with the consequences. Because when you have a situation where, you know, somebody has created consequences for themselves, and we all know those folks, and we've been those folks a few times, where people create consequences and then they don't want to deal with, with the ramifications of those consequences. You know, it's like, well, you made the choice. You decided on what you wanted to do. And if suddenly it's like, well, you know, I decided to, to have a few drinks and drive, and then the police pulled me over, and now I'm in a whole lot of trouble, and I've lost my license and all this other stuff. It's like, I'm sorry. These are the consequences you chose. And when we remind ourselves these are the consequences I chose. You know, I, I mean, other than something happened where somebody else's choices affect you. But if they're your choices, if you went into it, if you knew you were making the choice, then it's yours. If it goes well, all the accolades and applause belong to you. If it goes badly, well, then I hope it was worth it. And that is a phrase I do remember hearing growing up. It's like, was it worth it? Was it worth this? So just make sure it's worth it. Make sure that what you're investing into it, the energy, the, um, you know, the resources, the risk, if you're willing to incur the risk, if you're willing to say, you know what, this is worth, you know, the idea of it going bad. And maybe it maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll be, you know, fine. You know, entire gambling industries, you know, all the casinos everywhere, Las Vegas and you know, Atlantic City and all all of that is based on the idea that what you have to gain is worth the potential of what you're risking. How much are you willing to lose? Not for myself. I go hang out at the penny and the nickel slots. If I go to Las Vegas or I go to any place like or Reno or any place like that, I make a beeline for the nickel and penny slots. I have my twenty dollars. 
I go, and I have fun. I watch the blinking lights. I hear the noise. And then I'm going to go do something else. Because that is as much as I'm willing to risk. Decide what is what you're willing to risk. What is it about your health that you're willing to risk? And, you know, there's a lot of people who struggle with, um, you know, nicotine addiction, who struggle with food addictions. You know, I, I have to I have to work that myself. And for me, because I eat when I'm nervous, I eat when I'm uncomfortable. It is something that I seek comfort in. So I had to acknowledge to myself, okay, is that temporary feeling of comfort that I'm going to get from eating this particular thing that I'm not hungry for, but that I want, first off, I have to acknowledge that I want it because I want to feel better. Second, once I acknowledge that, I make a choice. Is this really going to make me be better, or is it just going to temporarily make me feel better? And there's a saying, uh, don't create a permanent solution, or, or don't make a permanent decision based on a temporary feeling. And, you know, my feeling is, you know, I'm upset and, and I want some fried chicken or, or I want some, some French fries. French fries are it for me. Oh my God, I love French fries. But am I eating them because I enjoy it or am I eating them because I think it's going to make me feel better? So consider what it is because I know what the outcome of that is. If I do it too much, then I don't lose weight. Then I continue to gain weight. And that does not serve me. That does not make me feel better ultimately. So consider what it is that your choices are. Consider why you're making them. Ask yourself, what is the best thing that can happen from this and what is the worst thing that can happen from this? And am I okay with living with either one of those? And ask yourself, is it going to be worth it tomorrow? Is the decision I make today going to be the decision I would make tomorrow? So consider your consequences. Consider your choices. You're free to make them. But allow yourself the opportunity to, uh, to explore and grow from what it is that you want to be able to have in your life? Is it something that's going to serve you? And for the people who took my car, maybe they've considered the risk worth it. Maybe they thought that, you know, well, it's an old car and, and so nobody's going to really be looking for it. Well, it was my car. And I did want it to look for it, even though I was going to be giving it up. You created consequences for yourself, and I wish you luck with those consequences, and I hope you learn from them. I hope you grow from them. But we all have choice, and sometimes we make the best choices, sometimes not so much. But there isn't a single choice we don't have the chance to grow from, to mature from, to embrace and don't beat yourself up for bad choices because there isn't a single person walking around out there who hasn't made a bad choice and who potentially may have even made the same bad choice that you did. Life is about learning. And we learn. And we grow. 
it's not about our experiences aren't for us to get to beat ourselves up about or to allow somebody else to make us feel bad for them. Grow from them, learn from them, and that's how you get wise when, you know, you're you're old and your hair is going gray. You know, that's if it weren't for all the mistakes I made, I would not know half the stuff that I do now. So go out and embrace choice. Embrace your your passion. Make this your Tuesday. And I wish you a happy Tuesday. Just be willing to live with it. So, thank you for joining me. And uh, I'm filming this on, on Tuesday. So, it, and it's working out real well that I videotape on Tuesday, do all the working and, you know, and editing and tinkering and downloading with it on Wednesday. So that means that on Thursday, it's all ready, and I don't feel rushed, and especially like last Thursday where it turned out I was going to be gone the whole time, it was nice to be able to just have something already set to download. So I will see you next time. Thank you for joining me. And if you would like to support this channel, then you can like this video. You can subscribe, and if you subscribe, hit the little bell and it'll notify you whenever new videos are coming up. And you can share it if you think that it's of value to someone or if, if you know, the, the message is one that resonates with you. You can also sp uh, become a patron and you can sponsor me on Patreon. And the link for that is in the description. And if you comment, I will comment back. While this is being broadcast, I will be by my computer, so if anybody comments during the broadcast, I will comment back, or if you have comments afterwards, yeah, please feel free to do so, because this is like a growing community, and it's really exciting. So you could also follow me on Twitter, and you can join the Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And for those of you who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, please feel free to go to YouTube. There's a link in that description for you to actually see me while I'm talking. So, again, thank you for joining me. I'll be back next week. And, as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye.